What do you do when the leaders that come before you have so royally screwed up that things are now in a total nosedive and you as the new leader are left to try to pick up the pieces to avoid an all out crash. You didn't make the mess, but you are now left to clean it up. If cleaning it up is even possible, I'm sure you might be able to relate to that scenario. That was the situation when Hezekiah became the king of the nation of Judah nearly 2,800 years ago. He was 25 years old when he became king and his father, King Ahaz, had royally screwed up. Ahaz was given an opportunity, probably multiple opportunities, to opt to become a good king and to bring about a reformation and a restoration in the nation of Judah, but he chose not to do so. One of his opportunities you can read about back in Isaiah chapters 7 and 8. At that point, Ahaz and the people of Judah, they were under the threat of an invasion from the allied forces of the nation of Syria and the nation of Israel, the northern ten tribes of Israel to the north of Judah. Isaiah chapter 7, at that point, those events as they were happening, the prophet Isaiah came to King Ahaz, to Hezekiah's father. And Isaiah came with a message from God. The message to Ahaz from God was pretty simple. It was simply this, Ahaz, if you will put your trust in God, then God will establish and protect you. But to do so, you are going to have to stop your idolatry and your immorality. You're going to have to repent and turn to the Lord. But Ahaz didn't want to do that because idolatry and immorality they can be fun. The Bible, it is an honest book, and it says that sin is pleasurable for a season. And Ahaz was enjoying the ripe fruits of a long season of sin. So when Isaiah came to him and said to him, turn to God and trust in him and God will establish and protect you, Ahaz didn't want to do that. He was not in a position where he was ready to turn to God in repentance. So instead of turning to God, he turned unwisely to the king of Assyria. We read about it in 2 Kings chapter 16, where we read this in verse 7. So Ahaz sent messengers to King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son. Come up and save me from the hand of the king of Syria and from the hand of the king of Israel, who rise up against me. And Ahaz took silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord. He took gold from the temple and treasury in the treasuries of the king's house, and he sent them as a present to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria heeded him, and the king of Assyria went up to Damascus and took it and carried his people captive to Kerr, and he killed Rezin, the king of Syria. When all was said and done, Judah was temporarily safe because Ahaz had sought the help of a bigger nation, the nation of Assyria. They were no longer under the threat of Israel and Syria, but they were also tributaries of Assyria, and Ahaz even brought back the worship of the Assyrian gods to Jerusalem. Sometimes leaders make incredibly unwise decisions, and Ahaz was one unwise decision after another, and his people were basically just along for the ride. And through a significant portion of Ahaz's tenure as king, Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, he was watching all this and he knew as he was standing by that 
he one day stood to inherit the kingdom. I'm sure he was very happy about all the things that his father was deciding to do. So back to the question, how do you respond or what do you do when the leaders that come before you so royally screw up that they put everything on a collision course? I think Hezekiah's response to all these things was actually pretty good. We read of his response in 2 Kings chapter 18. It says, Now it came to pass in the third year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel in the north, that Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. And he was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abai and the daughter of Zechariah. And he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father David had done. He removed the high places and broke down the sacred pillars. He cut down wooden images and broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made. For until those days, the children of Israel had burned incense to it, and he called it Nehushtan, or a thing of brass. He trusted in the Lord God of Israel, so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor who were before him. For he held fast to the Lord. He did not depart from following him, but kept his commandments, which the Lord had commanded Moses. And the Lord was with him. He prospered wherever he went, and he rebelled against the king of Assyria and did not serve him. He subdued the Philistines as far as Gaza and its territory from the watchtower to the fortified city. So Hezekiah had a good start. Even if his righteous decisions would ultimately bring about some challenges for him and the people of Judah, he did what was right in the sight of the Lord. Are you concerned about the state of the nation in which you live? Are you bothered by the unwise decisions of your leaders, the things that they are doing? Your response to all of those things will determine the outcome. Years later, during another challenging time in Judah, God would speak at the time of the prophet Jeremiah, and he would say, an astonishing and horrible thing has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, the priests rule by their own power, and my people love to have it so. But what will you do in the end? You see, you can point the finger at the false prophets, the self-absorbed priests, the wicked people, your horrible leaders, but the question ultimately comes down to you. What will you do in the end? Something to think about. We'll see you next time.